Welcome to Sunday Morning Quarterback with Jay Stockwell and Bob Frady. How are you, man? Hello, Jay Stockwell. I'm better than your car, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, do I have a story to tell you? Tell me a story. Tell me a story. By the way, I'm just back, just got back from Gloucester, Massachusetts, your neck of the Gloucester, wave. Massachusetts. I have a lot of relatives from Gloucester, and they talk <laughs> like this, oh, my God. Rob or Bob or whatever you call yourself. How are you? It's nice to see you. Let's get some lobsters and some steam. It's very nice. <laughs> so, so I was really excited for this trip because it, it's with a with a very senior client who will go nameless. But he took me to the Myopia Hunt Club. Have you ever heard of my Big Bob Freddy? I have. Top one hundred golf course in the United States of America. I lose and, my vision on that course sometimes. I get rather myopic. <laughs> and so I was really, really excited to go. And, uh, and then we had a uh, a big a big AI meeting with a client who will also go nameless, which went really well. Super excited about our acquisition of Arts AI, by the way. That, but that's a separate topic, not for this podcast. But it was a, it was a great trip uh, on both fronts. Um. But I was leaving to go to the trip at 5.45 a.m. And the night before, George and I had been to Nebraska, so our, both our golf clubs were in there because we'd played, we'd played uh, golf with Uncle Pat and Uncle Vern down in Omaha last Friday. So I go out there to take George's clubs out on Monday night, and um, I, I accidentally left the, the, the suburban trunk open, right? So I get out there the next morning, and the car is beeping, it's beep, 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 beep. So I'm like, okay, the car has power. Help it just needs me. speech. Help yeah. me. Help <laughs> me. So so what do I do? I put my clubs and my bag and my computer bag, my roller and my computer bag in the back, and I shut the back. Well, <laughs> guess what? Because it's been open all night, there's no the battery is dead, completely dead. Okay. And um and I can't get in. So there I am. There I am, and I and I thought I put my my little sort of to me man purse in there too, which keeps keeps my phone and my keys and my AirPods and everything. AirPods and everything, and um, and so I'm like, where's I, where's my phone? And I finally realized that I'd set it on top of Betsy's car, so I had it. So I called OnStar and I had them try to start the car. No, had them try to unlock the car. No, car's dead. There's no power. Right? They can't do anything with it. Yeah. So they were like talking roadside assistance. And then I remembered, hey, wait a minute, the key has a manual thing. And so I went and did the manual key and got in the front of the car through the manual key. By now it's seven o'clock or six o'clock. Flight leaves in one hour at seven. Uh, and I get in the car right around six and I, I order an Uber right before that. But I forget to push the final but button on Uber. So it takes me five minutes to get in the car, crawl to the back, open the back door, Get my ba my bag, my computer bag, and my golf bag all out via the side door and ready to go. And I think and right then about Uber's going to be pulling up. Well, I get outside. Well, I hadn't ordered it yet. So now it's 6.05 and hit the Uber. Thank God they were within five minutes and they picked me up at 6.10. Flight leaves at 7. Right? So I'm like, oh boy. And so I said to the guy, I said, dude, we got to go. We got to go, go, go. Um, get to the airport. No line whatsoever. Go right up to the first class the station. Yeah. And I said, ma'am, I got, I got, I'm running late, and I need these clubs because I'm playing golf today. And uh, she, she just 
did it cheating away. Um, she just put the tags on, got the clubs to the back, and uh, it gives you a little a bit of confidence when you get the text from Delta that says your bags are on board. Yep. Um, and of course, Very I was nice. at a gate, gate, gate 20, so it was a long I, walk. Like D62 and, or something like that, where you're just yeah, going Yeah, 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 yeah. So I finally got there, but it all, it all turned out. And then on the way home, the Uber driver <laughs> helped me jump the car, found jumper cables. I thought I had a pair. Turns out I have two pairs of jumper cables um, and got my car started this afternoon and everything's uh, well and good now. But what a, what what do, a, what here's a, a joke ball. for you, Jay Stockwell. <laughs> what do Jeff Sims and Jay Stockwell's Suburban have in common? <laughs> uh, Neither one know. starts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, by the way, this is a myopia hunt club jersey that I was given there when I went for the round. What a great Jerry, course. Jerry relevant yeah. for the, the good 1865, Bob. Three so U.S. opens. So, like 3,000 yards long? Uh, it's 6,700 yards. Um, yeah. But, and they've offered to do the U.S. Open there multiple times. Of course, they'd have to change it, but the membership has resisted that because they like the character of it. That's a very New England thing. Uh, listen there, mister, and your U.S. Open, I don't think we're going <laughs> to let you have your tournament here because we <laughs> don't want to change a damn thing. Very <laughs> New Englander. Yes. Not like the Gortons Fishman, Gortons of Gloucester, says no. Last, Gloucester was impressive, really. So apparently, I stayed at the Beaufort Hotel. It just guess didn't have a nice hotel, and, and apparently the guy that owns New Balance... Um, uh, built the hotel and it's a nice hotel, dude. This is something you've got to take Mrs. Frady out there and, and visit this place because it was cool. I'd love to be great. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, the yeah, yakking. We're yakking here. Uh, so anyway, good to be back. Um, yeah, so we got a game this week, UB, and it's versus Purdue. But I was pretty been pretty optimistic about the schedule. But we've got a little wrinkle in that we had a pretty big set of injuries here uh, last weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it looks like our offensive line is, I mean, three guys go down, two out for the season. That's why right? I'm not wearing a hat right now is because my hat, my hat went on um, the injured reserve. So I have to wait for the <laughs> hat to heal up to fit back <laughs> on my big mallet. <laughs> I did have to say the forehead's looking, uh, you know, pretty good. Like I could write some plays on there. And, you and could, you could we... write, you could write a freaking opus <laughs> on this forehead <laughs> in, in normal size type. You could have like a mini series on here. Like all eight episodes could go up there. I could write the forty-four yard belly option play yes. and draw the pass for four and on that melon. That's it. It would, only, it would only go this far. That's you'd still have extra melon. You could write two passes on there if you wanted to. Um so so we got it we got a challenge this week. The stats, the Husker Mac stats are in our favor though again. Pro football focus has us ranked at like fifty two. They're ranked at like sixty nine. We obviously have the edge on defense. They have a little bit of an edge on offense, particularly in passing. You know, so uh, to me, the whole game comes down to can we execute with the new offensive line, not have a bunch of penalties. Uh, but there's some seasoned guys coming in. We've got uh, Teddy Prohoshka. You just mentioned the other one uh, right Henry before we started. Latosky. Latosky, yeah. yeah. Hopefully the, the stats advantage, the stats advantage. Advantage, says. It, well, it's a two-and-a-half point line, 
right? I am never going to leave a Vegas line in Nebraska again. Staying away from it. I'm still bitter <laughs> about last week. And I hate it. Missing uh, but, out. But Matt, I saw an interview with Matt Rule talking about the game, and he's like, this is a very, very even match. Oh, no doubt. It's, especially now with so many injuries. Yeah. Billy uh, Kemp is out too, I think. So He's got a very simple uh, approach. It's like, it's it's going to come down to who plays better. Forget all the stats. Like, guys, just go out and play. Win the down. Win every down. I really like this, uh, uh, how Matt, you know, really focuses guys on what's right before them instead of, you know, the getting bowl eligible, potentially competing for the Big Ten. Well, just win the game. Win the Dow. Win, get, get, you know, win the day. Get better. Get 1% better. And that's a, such a theme. And every time I listen to him, it is a wonderful way. It is the best way to live. Handle what's in front of you. The future will take care of itself. You know, plan appropriately, but it's a very stoic way to live. I like it. It's like just handle your business. Don't worry so much about stuff you can't control. No free suffering allowed. That said, I do think that much like your car, <laughs> Justin's will me- will reemerge this week. I don't know if it's this week, but he's going to reemerge, and he's been such a great teammate. Mark my words, it's this week, and here's why. Because why of the that? injuries on the offensive line, they're going to end up stacking the box. And when they stack the box, yeah. somebody's going to get a little injured. Now, it might be just for a couple plays, but I do think we'll see a sighting with a helmet on on the field of Jeff Sims. And then it opens up the pass because he is a better passer. Uh, sometimes to our team, sometimes to the other team, but he is a better passer <laughs> than Harburg is. Let, let's say this. He's got a stronger arm. He does. I would say Harburg has been more accurate, uh, although he threw an interception hey, I, last I, week. I, listen, I watched yeah. last week's game, and I'm not going yeah. to. Uh, the fan of me is happy that they won. Not a coach. Not going to worry about it. But I would say that you will see a Sim sighting this week. That's my prediction for the game. Okay. I like it. I like it. So, um, so I, here's here's just a few specific things. First of all, I, we, we didn't. Emmett Johnson played really well last week. In, yeah, that's and, your guy. He's he's from Minneapolis here. So yeah, Holy Angels. He's up here, and we've got, I've got friends that know him. Uh, actually, one of my friends, one of our friends, Blake Nixon, knows him really well. And he he had I think a breakout game last week. So I can t- it, I, I my guess is we're going to see see that they really bad. It was funny though because when you watch it, it didn't seem like he was doing much, and then all of a sudden you look up, he's got seventy something yeah. yards and rushing. It's like where did that come from? So good for him. Glad to see it. So Purdue's total defense is ranked ninety one, and their rushing defense is ranked eighty. Ours is ranked four. So uh, they're giving up one hundred fifty three yards a game. So I I think. I think they're gonna they're gonna run the ball. They're passing, uh, they're passing, um, the passing efficiency on offense is one twenty. So they win that one and passing offense two thirty two. But it's a bunch of short yardage plays. So they're gonna they're gonna run the wheel routes. They're gonna run guys out of the backfield, and uh, so they're they're passing total offense. Uh, passing offense is 232, rushing offense 139, total offense 371, that's ranked 78th, we're ranked 105. So they have a slight edge on offense in the pass game. But I like our defense to be able to handle it. Um, and 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 so I think I don't think they've encountered a defense like ours uh, up to this point. Ohio State had a pretty good defense. Um, yeah. Oh, it, that's true. It's, it, it's, it's, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I have I have a guess, though. Would you like to hear my guess? Sure, I would. I don't think that Purdue's going to score more than 10 points. 
I think okay. Nebraska may score 11. So my <laughs> prediction That's your is, call? Four, is 14 to 10, Nebraska. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little a little better than that uh, for two reasons. Number one, again, I think the emergence of Emmett Johnson is gonna give our running game a another dimension that it hadn't had, um, and I think Malachi Coleman is gonna get some more looks this week. And I, uh, I think that the fans of Nebraska can be sure of one thing: that is, they're gonna have to hold their breath for most of three and a half quarters to figure out who's gonna win this game. It's going to come down yeah. to something in the fourth quarter. And everyone's going to be like, oh, 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 not again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So what's, so your, what's your number? I'm going to say 21 to 10 because I think we're going to do better on uh, – I, I think, again, I think our run, running – rushing offense is going to be good. I think we're going to get Malachi another touchdown. Um, and and the defense the, – the reason why I'm wearing the black jersey today, I'm wearing my black Nebraska shirt because the black shirts will be the story of the game. Black shirts will will this team to victory over Purdue. They will harass and intimidate the the Boilermakers because the the Boilermakers may need a few Boilermakers during the game to save <laughs> off the pain that they're going to feel inflicted by the black shirts. It's 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 uh, although the Boilermakers is a unique name. It's like it's a team named after a drink. Or is it, or is the drink named after the team? I don't know. But a boil, my dad used to drink Boilermakers all the time, and and like, <laughs> what other teams are named after a drink? Do you have like the martinis anywhere? Or do you have like the the gin and soda anywhere? Do you have the stockwells anywhere? Oh, and that's just different. Is I, I know of no other team with a booze name in the in the back end. So if our listeners know of any booze named teams, I would. Would love to hit it, hit it down in the comments. So I'm looking up the origin of Boilermaker. Okay, the Oxford English Dictionary, widely regarded as the foremost authority on word origins, says the term Boilermaker was first used to refer to the craftsman who built and maintained steam locomotives in 1834. There you go. Now, now look up Boilermaker drink. Okay, what is the origin of Boilermaker drink? History. Some suggest the drink gets its name from its popularity among boilermakers, the 19th century tradesmen who fabricated iron boilers for steamships and steam locomotives. As the legend goes, to cap off a day of work, they would ask for a beer and a shot of whiskey at their neighborhood bars. So they are named after both engineers, or excuse me, engineer manufacturers, and a drink. That is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. If you had, if we were like that, the equivalent would be like the Nebraska corn squeezes or something like that. It well, would no, no, be... we could be the, we could be, we could become the Nebraska corn alcohols. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, high, although the... <laughs> high proof, high, yeah. high octane. <laughs> we are, so, we are kicking out some ethanol. So we both agree that there will be a victory this week for Nebraska, and we're both calling an under because the over is calling an under because every time they've almost been under. Somewhat limited offenses of the Big Ten West are coming to four. Who knows? It may be a big surprise, but it's, I think it's supposed to be a little chilly, which will be nice. Maybe the winds. And if the winds blowing, it might be three to two. Oh, let's. Well, yeah. What is what is what are we saying about the weather? That's a good question. Lincoln weather. Ooh, thirty nine degrees. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Boy, did uh, we pick the right weekend to go last weekend? Holy good, smokes. Good running weather. I am excited to see. I I just listen. I. The offensive line is injured, no doubt. But the easiest part of offensive line play, from what I hear, since I am not an offensive lineman, 
running the ball is easier than past past defense. So precipitation, 40% chance during game time, Bob, which is a 2.30 game on Fox. Have you ever gone to a football game where it's high 30s and raining outside? <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, it's not good. Yeah, and it's miserable. It's miserable for <laughs> everyone except the players. The players are running around. They're hot. It's no big deal. As who are playing and everyone in the audience, it could get messy. Everyone just missed it last week when it was just so ramps. I think I showed this in the last pod. Was, there it is. There it is. The trophy. <laughs> is a, this a, that looks like something bad's about to happen. I feel like I'm in Boys Town or something. <laughs> oh, be careful. Why did you, you, why you grab that? There. Why did you grab that putter there, little Bobby? Oh no! <laughs> oh, These were. <laughs> Here, right, that's, this is a picture. That's how that, beautiful it was. Have weekend. a boiler yes. maker. Yeah, have just a boiler gorgeous. maker and grab that putter. Just 75. Well, it's going to be like a 40-degree difference uh, at the game this week. Well, yeah. that's an interesting wrinkle. One yeah. other factor that we need to talk about, guess who went to Purdue that we know very well? Uh, I don't know. Nana. Nana. Oh. Nana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's, you know, Jay, we oh. just root for the team that does the best. And if it happens to be you, then that's great. And if it happens to be Nebraska, then I'll be so happy for you. But if they, but, but we know Purdue's good. So. Nayla is hosting a, a, a Halloween party on Sunday. I'll see if I can get you an invite. Wow. Do we have to dress yeah. up? I don't, I don't want to dress up. But <laughs> I'll, I'll come uh, as a yeah. Nebraska fan. Either I'll be happy or crying, one of the two. Yeah. Nana went to went to Purdue. So Betsy's grandparents, Nina and Papa, went to Purdue as well. The so. see that the idea of having grandparents who went to college is something that's completely anathema to me. It's like I my grandparents yeah. like no nope nope my parents didn't even go to college. Never mind my grandparents. So that's uh <laughs> it's a whole new set of shoes for Bob Brady. But it's cool. It's cool if your grandparents went to college. I get it. That's nice. Um. But pain, uh, but the forecast is for pain. <laughs> Another contributor to the low scoring will be the weather. But yeah. the running the running game, uh, as Coach Tom Osborne said last week, what, you know, talked about the weather and wind and how important the running game is there. So I again reinforce I was just my last week, you know. Tom Osborne comes on and it's like, you know, the wind does blow occasionally. And what does he do? He's <laughs> long, and, I'm, and I'm going to meet with the team. He calls a play and then they then they use it and it scores a touchdown. I was like, <laughs> that was Turner Gill used to throw that play. And it was just, um, he did it with such skill and it was so amazing. The belly option. And uh, apparently Ron Brown's been asking for it for a while. But yeah, Coach, Coach Rule said he, he pointed up to Osborne's box uh, on okay. that one. Uh, Do you think that Nebraska will run a pass on their first offensive play, or do you think they'll run the ball? <laughs> My guess is this week they're going to run the ball. I think they'll pass again just to be pricks. It's like, no, yeah. I, I hear you people. And so if they they're, pass well, on the first play, I'll, I'll, I'll laugh. Again, back to the stats, their passing defense is ranked 91st. So there's some yeah. holes in that passing defense. Their total defense is ranked 91. Our total defense is ranked 21. I like our setup. Despite the, it's only a two-and-a-half-point margin, we're going to play great defense, and we're going to run the ball. 
the black shirts will carry the day. And then Malachi is going to get loose a couple of times. All right. Again, I predict. So there there predict. you have it. There's our pre-show prediction. How do we end this? We're on a streak with this right now. So we have to but, end but, this. But, I like this this angle in your office. This is where you get a little bit of the light, which is good. It's not that boring sunlight that we had last week. You know, this is a better angle. I like the the dark the dark colors of your office, Sarah. That's, a, it's good. Sunlight is never boring. And B, I look good from every angle, Jay Stockwell. <laughs> well, certainly the sunlight has a lot of there's there, the reason the lighting looks better is because it has a lot to reflect off of it. Like That's the whole right. dome. That's right. Exactly. It's like the goal. The like you're, lighting up, you're lighting up half the dough. The dough. Right, ready? Wait, wait, wait. Here, I'm just going to drop the belly. I'm going to drop the belly option right under its forehead here. There you yes, go. Here we go. Here we go. There go back to pass. That's Next not a belly pass. option. Whoa, it's going to yeah. catch right there. <laughs> All right, take us out. Yeah. Go, big red. Got it, guys. <laughs>